Hello, everybody, and welcome to a Friday night, a special Friday night edition of The Heart of a Villain, the podcast and live stream devoted to the bearded villains worldwide brotherhood. Hey, guys, I think I need to, I think I need to establish a new tagline for this as well. Uh, let's see. I, I don't know if this, uh, I don't know if this sounds good or not. Let's see. Uh, how about how about adding to that, uh, saying that it's the uh, podcast and live stream devoted to the Bearded Villains Worldwide Brotherhood, and also say uh, it's a moderately successful podcast covering a bunch of charitable dudes trying to make the world a better place. <laughs> what do you think about that? Uh, I came up with that one because uh, I came across some information I'll talk to you guys in just a few minutes about. Um, kind of cool. Uh, I did a little bit of research research, research about some podcast uh, details and demographics and whatnot. And it kind of surprised myself with what I was reading. So uh, we'll get into that in just a second. But hey, this is episode 192. 192 of these episodes. Wow. We're kicking it. We're flying. We're we're sailing straight into one for, uh, well, we've got eight left. 200. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I have no idea what we're going to do. If we're going to do anything special like we did for uh, episode 100, who knows? I'm open to suggestions. You guys have any suggestions, hit me up. Send me messages. Um, probably don't make any legitimate <laughs> comments or legitimate uh, requests or suggestions in the comment section here because they'll probably they'll just get lost and I'll forget about them. But uh, if you've got some fun, fun ideas, shoot me up. Shoot me a message anyway. This is episode 192, and we are on a Friday night. And the strange part about that, obviously, is that we're normally on Thursday nights now. But this is something that everybody, and thank you guys for all of all you who are here live with us right now, um, but this is something we're going to have to do for the next several weeks on Friday nights. There, I No, I can't even imagine. No, I, I can't see a uh, an occasional, for the next several weeks now, probably uh, three or four at least, we're going to be on Friday nights. Then we're going to pivot back and we're going to do either Thursday back to our normal time, uh, or maybe even occasional Wednesday. And I hate to keep bouncing everybody around like that, but there's a reason. There's a reason. It's because, uh, once again, I have been tabbed to assist with the local theater production that's going on, and I'm running sound for that. So I've got this huge soundboard, and I'm running all the music parts for it. I'm running all the, the sound cues and all the miking for all the actors and actresses and it's really fun for me, but uh, rehearsals are every night Monday through Friday now, or Monday through Thursday, so Friday night's off. But then once opening night hits, it's a Friday-Saturday shows, so Thursdays is back open again. So just uh, bear with me. I'll try and keep everybody apprised of what's going on, uh, when our time frame is and everything like that. But for the suffice to say, at least for the next, I believe it is three weeks for sure, we're going to be here on Friday nights, so uh, make adjustments in your schedule, <laughs> like everybody's schedules around this thing. Uh, but make adjustments if you, if you want to stay in touch with the show and, and everything like that. Um, yeah, <laughs> Rob. Um, yes, Rob. I can always count on you for the the oddball comment. <laughs> Rob says, so in short, the podcast will be happening on a night in the week. Yes, <laughs> Yes, in the latter half of the week, really, uh, is, the, is the short and easy way to say it. 
but yeah, guys, thank you so much for being here. Uh, this is this is going to be a fun one because we're going to be talking to a brother from Pennsylvania East, Kevin. He's the charity officer. Talking about an upcoming event this weekend. Uh, they have really they have going on, and it's it's just um, it's another one of those charities, man. It's another one of those really cool charities. Um, anyway, the Battleborn Killer Beard Competition Two is going on. And um, it's going to be a really good time. So we're going to talk to him for a few minutes uh, coming up about that. But first, let's kick into uh, saying hi to everybody who, who is here with us live, uh, hanging out with us. Of course, we early, earlier we said hey to uh, Rob with his comment about when the show will be on. <laughs> he says, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. How you doing? Good to see you here. Jacked up. Leatherworks is hanging out with us again tonight. Good to see you. Mr. Clancy, how you doing? Good to hang out with you again. Good to see you here. Buddy is also here. If you're not here in the if you're not here in the comment section, I don't know you're here, but I can see that there's more people live watching us right now that are that are actually in the comment section making comments. Uh, so that's that's a good thing. I appreciate you guys for. Uh, hey, you could do so many other things on a Friday night, right? Uh, Elevated Gray. Good evening, gentlemen. How you doing? How you doing? JD says, "Let's go." Yeah, he was ready. Every time I hear "Let's go" now, I think of Tom Brady. So stop saying it that way. <laughs> David, how you doing? He says, go Kevin. Yeah, he's ready to see it. He's ready to see what Kevin's got, got in store for us here. Uh, we'll get to him in just a few minutes, but I wanted to say a couple of uh, shout-outs merch-wise, and then I want to get into a couple of other things, uh, the, this a few other tidbits of information that I've come across regarding podcasts and why I'm kind of excited, really, that – I just thought of well, I won't get into this in just a few minutes, but let's let's real quick let's just roll through a few a few merch items. Uh, and sadly, well, sadly for all you, uh, but not sadly for me, most of the merch items that I have on hand right now are from my chapter. <laughs> Oddly enough, but that wasn't intentional. It's just uh, I haven't been hit up with too many merch items from anybody else right now. So if there is anything going on, uh, please let me know. I will start out by saying this before I forget. Um, there is a shirt, and, I, and I'm terrible because I did not get a chance to get it on here. I just realized that I had seen it uh, a couple of days ago, and I didn't get a chance to load it up on here. But if you go um, hit up, I believe it's the, uh, the Smoky Mountain Boys, they're doing a shirt to benefit one of the brothers uh, in their chapter. So um, they have a shirt going on right now, and um, it's I want to say it's in Tennessee orange, if I'm not mistaken. Could be completely wrong on all this, uh, but uh, if you if you want to uh, help out a brother, go over and grab one of those shirts. It's a really cool shirt, anyway. It's just a it's another one of their chapter shirts, uh, but it's badass. So go grab one of those if you can. Um, next up, I just want to give a shout out now because we're trying to get all of these patches gone for our Okanagan brothers, and I haven't double checked with Maddie this week to verify if they still have any left or not. But OKBV.BigCartel, the last little bit of these things, and the, the last the last several that they've been um, pushing real hard to get rid of these patches on, all those proceeds were going back to um, help the people affected with the wildfires over there in Canada. So um, if they still got some of those left. But uh, check, check them out. Go ahead, OKBV.BigCartels. We're going to go grab those if you can. Also, uh, my chapter here, Northern Indiana, just a couple weeks ago, we released the Return of Ezra Crow. Or I'm sorry, the the Ezra Crow World Tour T-shirt. I'm thinking about the event instead. Uh, the Ezra Crow, the annual. This is the annual T-shirt that is done by our chapter. Uh, the annual uh, Ezra Crow World Tour T-shirt, 
And the cool part about this shirt is, is the design behind it is it it kind of pays homage to a classic album cover of the usually the 80s uh, in this case. But also uh, on the back of the shirt, it in, instead of the concert tour locations uh, on a concert T-shirt, it has the the cities of all the different uh, the cities around the world that our brothers from our chapter have gone to represent us and Ezra. So um, very cool stuff. Uh, BVNorthernIndiana.org is where you're going to go grab those. We actually came back and we re-released last year's shirt as well that's on the site for a, for a short time as well. So if you want to grab one of those, uh, I believe they're $27 if you're interested in such a thing. Also, uh, I want to give a shout-out to our Cut Snake villains down in Australia. Came across this bad boy. Very unique patch for the patches that we normally see. Um, and I think, I can't remember if they're doing a pre-order or not, but I think they're available so that you can actually get them now on their page. And they have a link tree link, so I can't really include that here. But if you just go to the Cut Snake Villains IG page, they have a direct link on there for it. Uh, so very unique uh, that you don't see too many squared off patches. Uh, but this thing really sticks out, so it's a very cool patch. Uh, help the brothers out down there. Cut Snake Villains in Australia um, having that bad boy up there. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, let's see. I gotta, I've, I'm going to have to get rid of this uh, logo first. Kapoom, there we go. Also, uh, my chapter has their cancer awareness T-shirt. Uh, we're doing a cancer walk in a few weeks, so the price on this shirt is actually lower right now uh, just to get word out and uh, try and get a little, little bit of extra sales on this shirt. Uh, this is going to be our annual shirt, so it's not going to change year to year. So if you want one, it's just going to last you. Uh, that's the way to go. Uh, but it's uh, got the front of it with our Northern Indiana Villains logo. And on the back side, it's got the new X Factor, our newer X Factor. Uh, big and bold. Very cool. Uh, also, this is the old this is the old Ezra, uh, Ezra Crow World Tour t-shirt. If you're interested, in go and grab that at bvnorthernindiana.org. And uh, let me see if I have something else. That's the Oh, that's right there. Look at that. <laughs> there it is. My buttons. I have too many buttons, people. Too many buttons. All right, so <laughs> that's the merch stuff that I've got right now. Um, I wanted to take a few seconds here and just um, thank you. Um, thank you, all of you guys who have been viewers, watchers, listeners of this program uh, for the last four years. Four years, people. I It just, it, you know, sometimes... Anniversary dates just pass you by, uh, and you forget about them. I did not forget about my wedding anniversary, which was this past, <laughs> just yesterday. Um, but other anniversaries, you know, they they you just forget about them. And one thing I forgot about was recognizing that this podcast last month we hit four years. We hit four years, people, and um, the it really got me thinking about a couple of things, and we'll get into. Uh, we'll get to our interview in just a couple minutes, but I just want you to stick with me for a minute. Um, it made me realize a couple of things. And I, I've read statistics before about you know podcasts, how long podcasts last, and different things. So I knew that this show was kind of you know in a different tier from the average podcast per se. And I don't mean in viewership. I don't mean listenership. Because <laughs> if you look at the numbers about how many people watch the live stream... Um, in all, or even watch the playback of it, or that actually listen to the podcast on a regular download thing, we are nowhere near uh, the top of the top of the top. 
But when I started looking at some of the t- statistics that come out about podcasts, and especially about podcasts with, that do live streams and stuff, I did realize that we, and, and I say we because this is not just me. Yes, I'm the one that's right here. I'm the one that stares into the little black lens right there. I'm the one that talks into the microphone. But this show is, for, I've always said, it's, this is just as this is just as much your show as it is mine because it's about the brotherhood and it's about the stories it's about your stories that i'm fortunate enough to get to tell and to um i'm fortunate enough to get to learn about and tell everybody else about so um thank you for that everybody that has been a part of this program for the last 4 years and and it was august 16th that we had 4 years so uh, episode 1 aired august 16th of 2019. So, so cool. So cool. So I, I got, I got around looking at things and, um, I realized that I already, I already knew statistically speaking a few things. Um, I already knew that we, that in this show, I've already spoken with over 200 brothers from around the world over the time. Now, several, there's been a bunch of, you know, duplicates, triplicates where I've spoken with, you know, the same brother or the same captain or something like that a few times from representative chapters. But there's, there's been other, other episodes where I spoke with three or four people, where I did multiple interviews in a show or spoke with multiple people about different things. And um, we're somewhere up in the area of 20-ish uh, countries that we've covered uh, chapter-wise. Uh, so we've been, we've been, I've been so fortunate, and I thank you guys all the time for this because this... Uh, this is not about getting famous in any way, shape, or form. Um, this is, if you saw the download numbers, you would understand why I say that. But it's about putting out the information and sharing the information about this brotherhood and about the, about the lives who have been changed from this brotherhood to the people that want to know about it. And that's what it's about. The people that are the most active, the ones that really want to hear, the people that are family members, relatives, uh, or just curious about what bearded villains are all about, they know that they can come here and learn about what's going on. So I started looking into things, and I realized that the average, this goes back a little ways, the average, and these statistics that I've found, they range anywhere from beginning with 2019, 2020 timeframe, but also some of these statistics come all the way up into uh, 2023. So statistics are statistics, you know what they say about that. But the average, when we started this show back in 2019, the average podcast generated 141 downloads in its first month. The average podcast had 141 downloads in its first month. Now, if it's a weekly program, they're taking into account that there would be four shows. But in all, 141 downloads in their first month. I did some checking. I didn't realize this long, long ago, but our show here, in the first month that we were around, and we weren't we weren't weekly originally. Remember, we were the first two episodes. I think were two weeks apart. So in the first month, we only had two episodes. We had over five hundred downloads. That's pretty cool. I didn't realize that until I really got looking in the numbers this week. We had over five hundred downloads in the first month. So above average from the jump. Thank you. There are now over 5 million podcasts in the world. 5 million. 
Now, they determine that several of them are not active. Several of them drop off. Um, there's a statistic out there that says that 90% of all podcasts that are created don't get past episode three. When that makes sense, you realize 5 million. Okay, that, that explains why there's still so many podcasts out there. But, but it's not easy to continue to do this stuff sometimes. And 90% <laughs> of all podcasts don't get past episode three. And of those several hundred thousand that do get past episode three, 90% of those actually quit after 20 episodes. Pretty crazy. We're at 192. <laughs> I won't give up, right? <laughs> I've said that from the beginning. I don't care if anybody's listening. I don't care if there's nobody watching. I don't care if there's nobody downloading. I'm still doing this show because I'm learning about the brothers that are out there. I'm learning about the chapters. I'm learning about the charities. It's fun for me. And, you know, that's what it's about. But so so what they say is, is that to be in the top 1% of actual statistics as far as a show goes of published podcasts, you only need to have 21 episodes, which I don't know if I believe that 100%. Um, but it does kind of... It does kind of bring home the idea that maybe this year's show is not doing so bad as I thought it was, um, number-wise. Regarding listenership, it's funny because um, to be in the top, by statistics today, to be in the top 1% of all podcasts, and we're talking about listenership now, um, we're talking about listenership, they, they say that the, um, the average approximate download for the top 1% is 4,000 downloads in the first seven days of an episode. So within a week of its of each episode, 4,000 downloads to be in the top 1%. To be in the top 5%, only 795. To be in the top 10%, only 335. To be in the top 25%, only 93. So what's this mean for me and for us? What it means is we are actually, this year's show, The Heart of a Villain, is actually in the top 25% and very close to the top 10% of all podcasts that are out there as far as downloads go. The math, the math is kind of hazy because it, some shows, you know, there's a lot of downloads and some shows there's literally a handful. And it just depends week to week who listens to what. But it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to realize. Uh, we finally just hit over 28,000 downloads uh, for the show. So I, I'm super happy. We're not stopping anywhere anytime soon. We're at episode 192 this week, trucking along to 200, and then we're just going to set the sails for the future and see how far we go. But um, I just wanted to tell you guys and thank you guys so much for all that. And um, man, it's good. So cheers to all of you guys, literally cheers uh, today, um, not sponsored by <laughs> Tiramana. Tequila. There it is right there. in the picture right there. Yeah. Trying out uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, trying out his uh, tequila for the first time. It's very good. I like it. Very sippy. Okay. So what next, guys? Kind of give a uh, – I want to go back into the comments here because I think there were a couple people that had some fun comments here. Everybody's say thank you guys for the congratulations. And uh, – Let's see. Rob says, 
four years. You see, we can always count on him, right? Four years, 192, one-half podcast, countless money raised for charity. And as a result of the show, congratulations, everyone. Yes, thank you so much. And then he fo- he follows that up with 192, and you've never had me on it. <laughs> That's changing, though, this fall, and you know that. That's changing this fall. You'll be one of the few people that will be here live in the studio. I can't wait for that to happen. Um, we're going to have here in the studio Mr. Rababa. Mr. Rababa will be here in the studio hanging out with us. So uh, very much looking forward to that. And Bulldog from London as well. Going to be fun. Going to be fun. We got, we're going to have, we're gonna have the uh, English accents going heavy. Maybe I'll have to try and develop my own bad one during the time. I'll be the one that sounds like I do now. Put it that way. If you haven't ever heard Rob or Bulldog talking. Um, <laughs> so very fun times ahead. 192 and, and going forward. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's funny that I've been so lucky to talk about some really cool charities that are out there doing some really amazing things that our brothers have connected with. And we've talked before about how, how fun it can be to learn about these smaller, more regional charities. And this week is no exception they um, Pennsylvania East Boys had a charity that they found and started working with last year uh, for an event that and I and I laugh because I say I say this to him in the interview when I'm talking to him where I talked about for some reason the name of this, sh- this the name of this event the Battleborn Killer Beard Competition it just kind of rolls off the tongue and I told him that I said you know when I first heard this thing it just when I started advertising it last year, I was like, I wonder if that's going to come back again because it's just so fun to say. Sure enough, partnered back up with them again. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to talk now with Kevin and an uh, interview I had with him yesterday about this. It's going on this weekend, and if you guys have any ability to get to the east side of Pennsylvania, um, hit them up because this is a really cool charity and a really cool event that they have uh, squared away with. So let's just let's just go in and uh, let's talk to Kevin uh, from BVPA East. What do you say? My guest this week comes all the way from Pennsylvania. Well, I say all the way, but if you're in Pennsylvania or if you're on the East Coast, it's not really all the way. But here in Northern Indiana, it's all the way <laughs> from PA East. They've got a really cool event coming up this weekend. And uh, here to tell us a little bit about this thing is Kevin, the charity officer from BVPA East. He's going to be talking about the Battleborn Killer Beard Competition 2. Kevin, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Oh, dude, I'm excited. Um, I, I'm excited to see that this thing came back because, uh, I mean, I hate to say killer, what a killer name. Uh, when I first thought, saw this thing come around last year as an event, I, th- I said, this thing looks really cool. And I know I talked to um, I talked to somebody about it last year. I can't remember who who it was. Um, but it was, uh, I was really happy to see this thing come back. So I'm, I'm really happy to hear you, hear you telling us a little bit about it today. Uh, we are excited for it to come back. Last year was the first year for our killer beard event. Uh, it went over spectacularly. We had a great time, great turnout and support from our brothers in the community and was a really successful fundraiser for our charity um, Battleborn, which, if you aren't familiar with them, uh, 
it's an organization uh, that connects veterans to the services that they need in the community to help them adjust to civilian life or anything that they need. Um, they do amazing work, life-saving work. That's not an overstatement. I've I've talked to the uh, director, Chris, and his team, and it's some really amazing, touching stories, uh, the veterans that they help. So we are super proud to host Killer Beard 2. Um, it's going to be even better this year. We have more support lined up. We have a new venue. It's happening at Seven Sirens Brewery in historic Bethlehem, PA. Um, all of the information uh, for the address such um, is on our uh, BVPA East Instagram account. If you want to look it up and come and visit us, and we just we want everybody to come out, have a great time, and support this wonderful charity. Yeah, um, I that was my favorite thing. I mean, obviously, anytime we we get to deal with charities that deal with veterans and kids. Um, those are the two, those are the two obviously that we really, we really reach for. But um, I was, I was excited to see the pairing and that you kept this thing up with Battleborn because um, hearing about what they did last year um, for the first time when I was introduced to what, you know, what the, the organization does really, really cool stuff. And I think for me, um, I'm not a veteran myself, but I uh, obviously we're brothers with so many that are, um, and yeah. in your personal life, we, we, you know, we come across so many that um, I think it's really important, especially now where when it's we're not in an active time of, you know, we don't have we don't we, we still have our military personnel all over the place. Um, but there's not an active, you know, like there was several years ago, uh, an active front per se uh, that they've tried to you know yeah. remove people from. But I think sometimes we forget when we aren't, you know, when we aren't center focused on the news that says, you know, military personnel here are fighting this, fighting that, we kind of forget um, that there are these people out there doing these amazing things for us to protect the country and they come home and they need help. And it's, it's very easy to just out of sight, out of mind that and, and forget about it. So um, really, really cool that you guys are continuing that relationship with Battleborn. Yeah, what's uh, particularly special about it is um, when you speak to the people at Battle Battleborn, particularly Chris, you can just feel how passionate he is about the work he does, and it's infectious. It makes you want to give back to them and help as much as you can, um, because there are still so many veterans in crisis uh, dealing with emotional issues. Um Everyday things that we take for granted, um, they struggle with sometimes. And it's our connection with Battleborn is so special because we know that they know exactly what the veterans need to help them live a, a, a safe, healthy, and productive life. So it, you can just give endlessly to them and know that any resource that they get will be put to the absolute best use. Um, so it, it's kind of a, it's a blessing of sorts to, because you have no doubt that the support you're giving them is, is worth it. And all you can give is 
it, it's going to be so well used. And often I, I find that people, when it comes to charity work, a lot of people want to give, but they don't know how or in what way to um, manifest their desire to do good things. And this makes it easy. It, it really does. If, if you've ever thought about helping a veteran or wanting to do more, you can put your faith and trust in Battleborn and know that they're going to take what you give them and put it to the best possible uh, resource or and put it to the people who need it the most. Yeah. I especially, you know, because this isn't a I mean, it's a recognized organization that you guys know about. But, you know, in other parts of the, the world, other parts of the country, they may have never, never heard of Battleborn. But you hear right. about you hear about these larger organizations um, all the time that have all the publicity behind them. And the question is then, if you really get, you know, dig, dig down deep into what it is, if I can talk, um, you, you wonder what it is that these other organizations do and how much of that money is going directly versus how much of that money on these really large organizations, how much of it's going toward, uh, you know, office costs or, or salaries or, or different things like that. And, uh, people nowadays, people have a real concern about that. They don't, they don't want to be funding somebody's 401k. Um, they want to be sending the money where it needs to be to get the services needed. And, um, I love the fact that some of these smaller organizations around the country are getting the, you know, publicity and our, our guys are stepping up to work with them. And you can really see, cause they make a point to tell you where, what, what they're doing with that money. Right. And I, I know that, you know, speaking on behalf of the chapter and our leadership, it's been important to all of us whenever we plan charity events to keep it at the local level as much as possible. And that would be, uh, you know, the local battle born or other grassroots uh, military charities that are in our communities that, you know, they're close to us. They serve our neighbors. And that's where we feel we can do the most good, um, you know, keeping it within our communities and, you know, helping the people that we work with, that we live by. So, yeah, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. So I'm, I'm so good to hear. I'm so glad to hear um, for, for those of you, for those who aren't really familiar or may not have heard, uh, you know, how we when I when I mentioned Battleborn for the first time last year um, during the interview. Can you just give us a quick rundown? I know you've just touched on a little bit how they, uh, but in the the ways that they, and I know you're not a Battleborn rep, but from your connection with them, can you just kind of run down on some of the ways that they, uh, they do benefit? Yeah, yeah. They, um, he puts out, he has seminars, he has meetings. Um, uh, Chris and his team uh, go to uh specific uh, events they have their table there They're, they make themselves available for veterans to reach out to them and my understanding is everything's individualized it's a you know a veteran by veteran assistance and that is every veteran has different needs and chris works with that veteran to get them the specific help and assistance that they need um Every time he's, I, I was just talking with him a month ago about this event coming up we're planning, and he tells me the story of how they were set up somewhere just 
you know, to be seen, to, to sell their merch and to let the world know that they exist and need help. And he, he tells me how a, a veteran comes up, starts talking to him. The veteran was in a bad place mentally. And just that, you know, spontaneous interaction, he was able to get this veteran the help that he needs that, you know, it was completely unprompted, but just his presence felt had enabled this veteran to open up to him, share what he was going through. And then Chris was able to help him get the, I believe in this case, life-saving attention that he needed. Wow. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, I think that's the most important part about, you know, what they do is that you, if you don't know, you don't know. And if you're a veteran in need, you, you hear about these other, you know, the other organizations and, you know, veteran, I mean, there, one of the problems in, in talking with some of the veterans that I have spoken with, that I've heard from stories, you know, they have a hard time reaching out sometimes. They're, they're, they have a sense of pride. And even though they yeah. know they should and people tell them they should, that pride sometimes gets in the way. And so they don't just doing a cold call uh, reach out, you know, to an organization or something like that. Where do I go if I need help? Guys, that's how that's how guys look at it. I don't want to do that, you know. But right. to have a local organization that is sitting right there and is putting themselves out there, if I'm here if you need it, and just happens to be there at the right time, that's that's so important because it it breaks down that barrier right away. Right, and and that's what needs to happen. It, it's a question of people need to see that the presence of that help, you know, it's not just, it's not enough for us to, you know, post on our IG accounts uh, to speak out, say something because everybody reads that. And, and I've known guys who have posted that on their account and it's worthy that we post those things, but you have to put action behind that. Um, there, you know, guys will post that and then they're still silently struggling and you and you try to figure out where is the disconnect that somebody can post a speak out if you're struggling meme, but then not speak out when they are actually suffering. And I think it's a question of we just got to keep repeating this message until it sinks in. And we need to put ourselves out there so that people can reach out to us when they're ready so we can help them. Yeah, I. it's so true. I, you if you know you need help or you 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 in your mind you're saying yeah I would love to talk to somebody but I don't want to making that first step is so much more difficult than it sounds and to be able to like you said if they're just set up somewhere and that you just happen to walk across it what's this oh hey there's the that's that's it right there we just opened the door and you know I made it so much easier for you to just to approach me and that's right those little steps like that, especially these grassroots, you know, levels, it's, that's, that's, it's paramount to be able to be able to do that. And one thing that's awesome about Battleborn is Chris and his team are so approachable. Uh, Chris is the most energetic um, person I have ever met. He literally, he's like bouncing off the walls 24 seven in the most wonderful way. And Anybody that meets him is you would instantly know this is a man I can talk to. This is a man who's going to be there to help me. 
And I, I think that's one of the things that makes Battleborn so special is you have that type of enthusiasm and compassion at the at the highest level in the group. Yeah, such a great thing. Such a great thing. I'm I'm excited that you guys are back with them. And um, I I just it's one of those you don't I I'm you you want to hear about the stories you want to hear about the successes and the ways that they've you know helped. But at the same time, that's not for us. That's not for us to know about. It's not for you know those are the those those victories that 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 Battleborn gets. They're not publicized and that's a good thing they don't need to be um we just know right. that they're there and it's not like you know another charity that you know we can say we did all these things that we did this this and this this is much more personal uh what battleborn does and it's not it's not a these aren't victories that need to be promoted but we just know that they're there and um exactly really cool. just knowing that they're there and they're happening and it, it is truly impacting you know, everyone's lives. And this Saturday, you know, we're hoping to make it as, as fun as possible and have as much brotherhood as possible. And it's a day to just have fun, but also in the back of everyone's mind, you know, you can have more fun just knowing that this is all for a really good cause. Um, it's at the event, we are going to have the, the beard competition. We are going to have a cornhole competition, 50-50 raffle. Um, some surprises are going to happen that I, that I can't talk about, but it'll, it'll happen while we're there. And we have heard from many of our surrounding BV chapters, uh, people who are coming in. I know we have a large presence from the Saints in New England are coming in. So it's going to be a day of great brotherhood, and I encourage anyone who can make it to to come out. It's, you know, for me and my BV journey, one of the best experiences is sharing brotherhood with like-minded people. And we, this our chapter has worked hard this year to create that environment, you know, for everyone that shows up. And to represent BV and BVPA East to our local community the best we can. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so we once again we're talking about the um, Battleborn Killer Beard Competition Two. It's at Seven Sirens Brewery. I brought it up here on the screen for y'all, uh, which is the address is three twenty seven Broadway in Bethlehem, PA. If you have any questions about that location or anything else, obviously reach out to the PA East guys. Uh, registration begins at two. Now, tell us a little bit, or just remind us a little bit about uh, this competition here. What's uh, you touched on it a little bit, but give us a lowdown of uh, how you run things. Um, if you have any like specifics on categories, or if you do anything fun there with it, being that it's the killer beard comp, uh, what, what's unique? <laughs> well, what's unique is last year. This was closer to Halloween, um, hence the name, the Killer Beard. This year, because of ECM, we had to move it a month ahead of time. But we're still sticking with the name because Killer Beard can be any time throughout the year. As in, hey, man, that's a Killer Beard. Uh, the categories are we have the various lengths that you always have in the competitions. We have Whiskerina and we have Best in Show. Um, registration starts at two 
uh, we encourage you to register as soon as you get there. We do not have an exact start time for the competition because there is live music there uh, this Saturday, and we will be working in conjunction with the music people to host or to stage the contest between their sets. So we're going to spread it out, sort of pace it throughout the, the day. And we, we have a, a great MC planned and some beautiful trophies. I won't say too much about them, but I haven't seen anything like them before, but they are, <laughs> they're impressive. Um, so that's the, the beard contest, the cornhole tournament. Uh, we will start registering it too, as well for that. There are trophies to the best place team. Okay. And, and of course, we'll have uh, a T-shirt for the day that will be for sale, as well as our uh, BVPA East merchandise. And um, also a separate table of merch for our other uh, main charity of, of BVPA East, Project Sensory, which is an ongoing, continuing charity where we raise funds to provide schools with a sensory classroom where autistic students can go to learn coping skills. If they need a timeout for the day, there will be specialized equipment in those rooms uh, for self-soothing, learning adaptations to help the students function in traditional classrooms. So, you know, people will be able to learn about, you know, that's another uh, charity that the chapter is passionate about. Um, and again, it also serves the local communities, different school districts. We unveiled our first classroom this spring. And soon as this event's over, we're going to be jumping uh, fast and eagerly into the second classroom. So th- a lot going on. And it, as I should mention, we are going to have some vendors here who are sponsoring us as well. Um, so quite a variety of things. The brewery has obviously fantastic beers to choose from. <laughs> um, the owner, Jordan, had, has been awesome as far as providing us with what we need, helping us figure out the logistics uh, we could not ask for a a better venue than than this this year. Um, he Jordan is top notch, and will be donating a portion of the beer sales for the day to the charity. Wow. So not only is Seven Sirens Brewery, you know, not only have they donated the venue, but they're going to go the extra step and donate more money based on you know the beer sales for the day so you know much thanks to seven sirens that we could not have asked for a better partner in this event yeah no kidding man that's great that is awesome yeah uh, i'm so okay give me a quick rundown uh, if anybody that's uh gonna be watching this show uh as they're driving uh to to the event or anything like that um for the event to is there an entrance fee or does that include competition fee and what's the, is there additional fees for like cornhole and stuff? There is a, a $20 registration fee per category. 
unless there there is a special category which I omitted earlier, and it is a veteran's beard category. Oh, perfect. There will be <clears throat> if you are a non-BV person and a veteran, you can enter this uh, category for free. There is no registration fee. Otherwise, it's twenty dollars to enter. Uh, the cornhole tournament will be twenty dollars per team. Okay. And I'm thinking, yeah, so that would cover two people, uh, a team, and trophies there, trophies in the competition. Trying to think if there's anything I've forgotten as far as I, I think that's it. Um, that's we're going to have three judges. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a on. lot. We do, and like I said, we're expecting. Aside from the BV crowd, there will be other beard organizations present coming out to support us, which is great um, because, you know, it's all about the community, be it BV community or or the neighboring communities. Yep. Um, I, it's, I have a good vibe about it, and it's not just because I'm sitting here promoting it. Um, <laughs> we've heard a lot of positive feedback from people. And I, I think the the brotherhood is going to be off the charts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what more can you ask for, uh, for the weekend that you guys got packed in there? So um, that's, yeah. that's just and awesome. perfect weather, perfect weather. It's supposed to be like 74 and sunny. Oh, well, heck, I mean, what more can you ask for guys? If you want to go to an awesome event this weekend, <laughs> I mean, he's just laid it right out for you. For me, unfortunately, it's a little too far for me to get to this weekend just because I was gone last weekend and I've already been um I've already been demanded that I'm gonna be home for a few weeks. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I was I was scolded when I well, what happened was actually I got in trouble I, I got in a little bit of trouble because uh, the wife didn't even know that I was gonna be going down to southern Indiana last weekend until about a week before. I had it on my calendar, but not the family calendar that she had access to. So <laughs> it was one of those uh oh, moments. So unfortunately, <laughs> um, but this this event, I mean, ever since you guys put it out last year, I was like, that's got to be on my calendar. So it's one of those that I want to come to one day. Unfortunately, just just do me a favor, don't move it too close to to our event, which is October twenty first. If you move it again, because uh, the closer it gets to that, the more light unlikely it is I'm going to be able to make it. So uh, this is a perfect, okay. this is a perfect little window right here. I can I can go ahead and prep the wife a year out and say. Hey, if they're going to do it again, this you know maybe I can try and sneak over to it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be sure to let Captain know that so yeah. that he um, doesn't schedule it in a, at a bad time. <laughs> but we do hope yeah. to keep doing means, it yeah, going schedule, forward. Schedule it around what works for me, by all means. <laughs> That's what I would prefer for sure. Uh, and then something, of course, would happen, and I'm I'm unable to go. And so that, uh, don't ever do that. No, don't don't just. I'll I'll try and fit into your guys' schedule for sure. Uh, but man, this okay, is so we'll, cool. We'll, you guys have been killing it, and the sensory classroom thing, I think, has has been a really neat um, thing that you guys have been a part of. Um, I know I, I talked to um, I talked to one of your chapter reps about it last year when it was just kind of a kernel in your head about this is something we're working toward. And to see it yeah. this, this past spring, to see it come to fruition and see what all was involved in that, um, I, I think just, just, I mean, amazing, amazing idea. Great way to to get your name out there, but also to make such an impact in an area that a lot of people wouldn't think about. Um, they they just 
we can just we can give a little bit of money to this or something like that. But when you're earmarking your plans for specifically for a classroom, you can actually see where this is going and and see how it's benefiting the lives of the people that it's that it's helping. Absolutely, yeah. We um, work with the school district, specifically the special education director and teachers, and every classroom or space, if they can't spare a whole classroom, is is customized for the needs of that particular school, and and that makes it you know even more beneficial. And, you know, this idea came from a chapter brother of mine, of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, within a chapter, it, it's great whenever uh, brothers suggest ways that, w- you know, we can do charity work. Um, and, and this idea sprung from the mind of one of our members. And he, he really put some effort into making it happen. And, you know, we got behind him on that. And it's it's very promising. And we're, we're excited to see where it goes. Awesome. Man, hey, PA East, keep your eyes out on them. They're, they're doing some stuff over there. And uh, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch um, when our chapters are out there doing stuff in our communities. So um, I just, I, I hope it's a... I hope, I hope it's something that um, really can inspire some of our less active chapters out there to see that there are guys looking for unique ways to do some things. It doesn't always have to be the same thing that everybody's doing. Um, you can just look into your community a little deeper and it might take a little bit of work, but you'll find these unique ways that you can do something in your community that uh, really touches somebody, makes a difference. So, um, yeah, thank, if I could for being touch on that. Of that. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing, like I said, other chapters, ask your members what in their community needs help. I know this year we, we are supporting another veterans charity, um, that's a little outside of, and the, I would say the Southern area of our territory, it's a, it's a, um, food pantry. And it's it's not the hugest event, you know. Uh, we'll schedule a day. We go and help them pack food bags. Um, the other, we helped a local volunteer fire department this year. Not every event needs to be huge to make a good impact. Mm-hmm. And the the community becomes aware of what BV is and what it stands for, and that just makes the organization look better. And it also lets the Communities know, hey, BV does a lot of good work in our communities, and you know maybe they'll start reaching out more to us to see if we'd be able to help. So it's kind of like networking, but on a charity level scale, mm-hmm. where just you know letting the world know what you are will will bring people to your door, so that you know you can do more good in it. Yeah, yeah, it's. Getting your name out there makes a big difference, and you have to do those baby steps to do that. And those little tiny, you know, the smaller things really help up and add up. So, um, great job, great job. I'm excited to see pictures, and I want to see these trophies. Uh, when I, when I'm excited to see trophies. I'm excited to see pictures from this event, um, and just hear about all the awesome stuff that you guys are able to do through it. So, keep up the awesome work, man. 
Hey, thank you so much. Um, it was an honor to speak with you today. I appreciate the work you do and, you know, spreading the good BV news. Um, and, you know, from everybody here at BVPA East, uh, thank you for uh, putting the word out for this event and supporting us. It is greatly appreciated. Oh, dude, it's my pleasure, man. This is this is what it's about for me is to be able to, you know, it's not, this is, I, this is a learning process for me too. I love hearing about what our um, if, if nothing else, I get to talk to brothers all over the world about the charity things that they're doing. And, um, I don't care. It's, you know, some of these episodes, five people pay attention to some of them, a hundred people pay attention to, but the, the greatest thing for me is, is that I get to see it. I get to, I get to reach out. I get to talk to the guys and, and hear about all the cool things you're doing. So this is just awesome for me. So I'm, I'm really proud of you guys <laughs> to see what you're doing and, um, thank you keep, keep doing it and just, yeah. Just keep keep up the great work. Go kill it this weekend. <laughs> Thank you so much, brother. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Take care. All right. Hey guys. Um, Kevin, man. Uh, such a good, such a good interview. I, I really appreciated uh Kevin taking some time to talk to me about that stuff. And you know, it's you we had a comment in the comment section and um earlier in the the segment of the uh, when he was talking there earlier. And I, I just have to bring this up because um, bring it up on screen. I'm sure Buddy will really appreciate this. Uh, but, but he said, "Love this. You can hear the passion in his voice." Yeah, that and that's what it's about. That's what it's about. That's what much so much of this is about. What we do. Excuse me. You can you can find these things out there to be passionate about, and to hear, you know, our brothers. It's not just hey. We're going to do this thing, and we might raise a little bit of money for this thing. And when you hear that there's you know, a connection, when you hear that uh, somebody has a real physical or you know, a, a visceral connection to these organizations sometimes, it's, uh, it's pretty incredible to see. It really is. So, Kevin, thanks so much for taking some time there, and um, it's awesome. It's awesome. Battleborn is a great organization. I hope you guys continue to keep that partnership going. Uh, if you are not doing anything uh, that's gonna do, that's gonna change some lives this weekend, and you're anywhere near Eastern Side of PA, uh, find out how to get to Bethlehem, Bethlehem on Saturday. It's gonna be a really cool time. Get to hang out with the brothers. You get to make a difference. What more can you ask for? So, uh, looks like an awesome time, and uh, can't wait to see the pictures. He kind of teased me off air. He kind of told me a little bit about a little bit of. A little something about a little something. And uh, so I'm privy to a little bit more than he told me there in the interview, but got to keep all that zipped up and quiet. So I know it's going to be a great night and uh, it's going to be a great event. So congrats to you guys in advance, uh, UPA East guys. It's going to be fun. Hey, um, real quick before we sign off, if you guys are still here, thank you so much for hanging with us. Um, I want to... um, just give a quick shout out here, if we can, to uh, some events that we have hopefully coming up. And I'm uh, not sure if my little things are going to pop up here. It doesn't seem like they're wanting to right now. So, all right. Well, hey, um, I know that we have ECM coming up <laughs> after this weekend. Uh, we have ECM coming up in October, October 13th and 14th, I believe. Your Queen City chapter is the host for that thing. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head because my list isn't popping up for me. Um, 
I know that that's coming up. Of course, we have this. We have uh, October 21st, um, All Villains Eve, I think is what they're calling it, in Phoenix with the Phoenix chapter. See how this is all just kind of sticking, coming right back to me. I'm not reading this or anything. Um, it's just I get used to saying things so many times, and it, some of it sticks. Um, it's in, I think, Mesa, Arizona. It's at a Harley-Davidson dealership. If you're in, if you're in near uh, Mesa, Arizona, October 21st, that's going to be a really cool event because not only do they do the regular stuff that you do at a villain charity thing, but they have professional wrestling at this event. Very, very cool. Uh, also, October 21st, here in northern Indiana, we are having the return of Ezra Crow. It is our annual Halloween costume contest, beard competition, and this year adding in a tattoo contest where we have a best women's, a best men's, and a worst tattoo. If you are the winner of the worst tattoo, you get a free cover-up. That's pretty cool. Uh, we got some uh, games. We got raffle. We got It's a kind of a haunted carnival thing. Um, yeah, it's going to be a great time. So you don't want to miss out for sure. It's going to be a blast. Uh, if you can get here to Northern Indiana for that night, some of the costumes, the elaborate costumes that people get together with, sometimes people are, they, they, they go into the costume contest as an individual. Sometimes they, we have a couples category, uh, where, you know, some of these, it's just, it's just fun to see the creativity, uh, that some people come up with. And as always, we have one of our beard categories is Whiskerina. So the women that don't have a beard, uh, the creativity, and and I'm I'm looking at our chat daily, and I to listen to some of these women that are that are going to be here for this event, and seeing and hearing their excitement, and talking about I'm working on my beard already right now, and uh, the creativity that goes into some of these beards and what they make these things out of. It's just it's incredible. So. Always one of the most fun parts of the night is the Whiskerina category. Uh, so, but anyway, October 21st. So you get your choice on October 21st, a couple of events if you're in Mesa, Arizona, or here in northern Indiana. Um, pretty easy to get to either way, so you got to get out there and find something fun to do. Um, but guys, hey, uh, let's see. Uh, David says, hey, appreciate this. David, send me some information on this, please. Um out of the Darkness Walk, October 1st, David says, hey, send me the info. I will get it up on our screen. This is what happens. People don't send me the deets. I don't have the details, so I can't share it. Um, I've heard good things about it, but definitely send me some information, and I'll, I'll make sure I get it up on the uh, calendar of events for us here. Um, hey, guys, I want you to get out there and enjoy the rest of this Friday night. I'm so thankful for you guys being here, taking some time out on a Friday night. There are a million other things that you would rather do, I'm sure, that you could be doing other than paying attention to this here show. Um, a uh, Whitney, let's see here. She's asking, how do you make your own beard? Costume hair. No, some people do it with hair. Some people do it with, with uh, zip ties. Some people do it with... Uh, I've seen um, lollipop wrappers. I've seen uh, fake hypodermic needles. I've seen flowers. I've seen basically anything that you can bend, fold, stick, or anything. Uh, people have made at these Whiskerina events. People have made, um, you know, a, a beard out of. And the some of the most elaborate ones would just shock you. Um, they're very fun. So. You look at these. Uh, you look at this stuff, and I saw at one beard competition I was at uh, 
for an organization called Beard Mob down in Columbus, Indiana earlier this year. A woman uh, had, it was because it was at a theater and it was theater themed, she had curtains for her beard and she had drawstrings on them where she could pull and the curtains would open like a theater. So it's pretty amazing. So you know what you should do? Just Google Whiskerina Beard Competition. Just Google that. Whiskerina Beard Competition and you'll see some crazy, crazy things that some uh, very talented women have come up with. Um, so yeah, just Google it. Whiskerina Beard Competition. Um, and it's, it's a category that a lot of places do. It's pretty fun. So get out there and do that. All right. Well, guys, hey, we have been on here for an hour. That's our time, right? <laughs> we always stay within an hour-ish, ish, unless we really get carried away. But tonight, I want you guys to get out there and have fun. Go out and enjoy the rest of your Friday night. And uh, let's just get to this part of our slide mo music. Here we go. There's the song. <laughs> you know what that means, guys. Uh, what well, to challenge you guys as I do every, every week, to be the villain that the world needs you to be, because the heart of a villain never stops beating. The most important words I tell you guys every week, right? Remember, remember them well. It's okay not to be okay. If you are hurting, please find a brother to talk to. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. Hey, enjoy this night. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the week ahead. I'll see you back here next Friday night for episode 193. Until then, guys, take care. Stay safe. Every bro, every chapter, every caption. Part of a villain, bro, lights, camera, action, action, action.